Welcome everybody to the Pod of Michael Day Podcast. Now this is a place where I can go on just kind of rant about my everyday experiences and tell you guys a bunch of personal stories. Sometimes we'll even dive into a variety of topics some special guests that a few of you may know. Now, you may be wondering why I've called it the Hump Day Podcast. It's pretty self-explanatory, besides the fact that I plan on uploading on Wednesdays. I feel like that's a pretty good day to upload, mainly because we're halfway through the week. People got a good energy moving on to the weekend. You know, we're almost there. You've already survived the first half of the week. It's a good day. Now, this is a special episode, not only because it's a pilot, but also because I'm not home at the moment. I'm actually up in Colorado, Gosa Springs, one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. I've never been to Oregon, but that's slightly above it, even though I've never been there. Now, two of my favorite states that I would love to move to would be Colorado and Oregon. It's just so beautiful and green. Here in Gosa Springs, they got some of the Rocky Mountains, beautiful forests, the wildlife is everywhere. You can literally drive 20 minutes one way or another, and you will be in the middle of nowhere. Beautiful. Surrounded by just green and just the sounds of the forest. Now, where I'm at, I'm actually, I'd say about 15 minutes away from the hot springs. It's basically a bunch of natural kind of hot tubs, but they smell like rotten eggs. But it's not like kind of like an interesting kind of smell like it's rotten eggs but it's almost got the appeal of gasoline that may sound weird but i noticed some of you gasoline actually smells good and it's a weird kind of good that's exactly what these springs smell like now one place i went to visit i want to say maybe two days ago just about it's called Treasure Falls. Had no idea what I was getting into. My dad just said, hey, let's go. I heard this is pretty cool. Put everyone in the car. We were on our way. Now, the way up there, beautiful. Gorgeous mountains, beautiful trees, just everywhere. A couple ponds, a couple lakes. This thing was only 20 minutes away. And yet it was, we were traversing through this country. And it was gorgeous the entire way the one downside was there was almost kind of an unnatural amount of roadkill and a good amount of it was deer and it was it was almost kind of eerie and like when i say unnatural i want to say you know it was you couldn't get out of sight of one before there was another I, it was just oh a little weird so we get there all the kids are like, hey, let's go up the longer one, the more cool one. Apparently, it was it was a more advanced one. I hadn't hiked in a minute. You know, I have an ACL injury. Still somewhat not fully stable on it. You know, I'm not too confident on it. So I convinced everyone, you know, hey, can we take the easy one? You know, we can try the, the hard one. Just, you know, let me see how this one goes for my knee. Everyone's like, all right, you know, we can do that. So we started heading up. It's just kind of zigzagging up the mountain. A lot of beautiful trees, information boards. Did not look at them. Did not care. Now, we get up close to the top of the trail, and there's like this bridge. So we go and we walk over the bridge. Below it, cool little creek, kind of a little waterfall-type theme thing. 
look to the right, there's like a there's like a cave with like an overbearing rock. So there was like a bench underneath. Looked very unsafe, like kind of cartoonishly unsafe. But I mean, fuck it. The bench has been there long enough. I guess why not? Look up just a little bit more. There's a small waterfall coming from like almost like a pool of water up top. Above that was, I want to say, close to a 20 to 30 foot waterfall. It was absolutely gorgeous. It was seeing those types of things and being in that type of environment really just, it brings out an inner peace in me. So just because I wanted to go get some pictures of it, went off the trail a little bit, hiked up there. Knee was not bothered. Very happy about that. Got up there. Beautiful. After the 30-foot drop of water, it went into this pool, right? In that pool was fish. There were actual fish in this waterfall pool. There was no other way to get out. That was their entire world, that little pool. It was probably, I want to say, maybe, maybe 20 feet wide by probably 10 feet. That was their world. They are not able to go anywhere else because they got land surrounding them. And then on the other side, 20, 30 foot waterfall. On the other, probably another like 10 foot drop of a waterfall. And even then, if they went off the 10 foot drop, it was a very thin creek bed, like to the point where those type of fish would not have been able to survive there, right? Totally surreal. Took a bunch of pictures. I'm going to be posting them on my Instagram. Don't you worry. All right. Now, after that, you know, we went back down. He was feeling pretty well. On the way back, still surreal, still creeped out by all the roadkill. We ended up passing by this kind of malt shop. So my dad kind of stopped, went out, did not let us get any. was kind of pissed off. Went out, talked to them, didn't get ice cream, left everyone in the car, came back and was like, hey, who wants to go tubing tomorrow? So we were like, sure, can we get ice cream? He was like, nah, psych, let's go home. We went home, we watched like a movie, he tried to cover it up. I, mm, mm, ugh. But so the next day came around, I want to it was yesterday, yeah, yesterday. So it's called the San Juan River, I think. We go, we set everything up, we get there, we blow the tubes up. My dad makes everyone wear life vests, but we only have three inner tubes and there's five of us. So what we decide to do is my dad goes and he takes my sisters, they go down. I take the car to the bottom of the thing. I wait with my little brother. You know, we're just kind of kind of shooting the shit, listening to country, you know, all that stuff in the car, right? AC on, shit was hot out, right? So after about 15, 20 minutes of being in the AC, you know, just kind of waiting, figuring, you know, it'd take like maybe an hour for them to get down there. I asked my little brother, because he's been on this thing before, apparently. And he was like, oh yeah, the ride only takes like five minutes. My dad doesn't have his phone on him because he's he's in the river. He's not gonna bring his phone. I'm like, oh shit, we gotta fucking go. So I told him, get out the fucking car. Let's hurry the fuck over there. So we go, we get out the car, you know, we hurry over there. We start looking over the river, kind of looking around the area, you know, where everyone gets out with the tubes, just kind of searching for them. No one's there, kind of having a little mini panic attack in my head, like, oh my God, is he out searching for us somewhere? There's no way he could contact us. Oh my God. Mitchell was like, you know, he looks over. Looks down the river and is like, you know, it may have been closer to like an hour ride. And I just kind of looked at him. 
which is kind of such disgust because we've been out there searching around for like 20 minutes. So by now, 40 minutes, probably 50, just because we had to get down to the bottom of it, had gone by just from when they got in the river in the first place. So I look at him. I'm just kind of like, you fucking dick. And he just started laughing, whole stupid thing. I started chuckling a little bit. It wasn't too bad. So we're out there. We're just kind of looking down the river, waiting for him to show up. Another 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes go by. We're just sitting there staring down the river. It's been almost an hour and a half now before they finally come into some, some type of viewpoint, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, five minutes? Okay, that's what you said? This, this fucking kid. God, Jesus Christ. So they get, they get out to the, the place where, you know, you get out of the tubes. We go, we walk back to the car, load the tubes back up. Then it's mine and Mitchell's turn. We go, we get in the water, we get in the tubes. I kind of bring it out so, you know, the river can kind of take us. So, you know, we're not like kind of being scooched along on the shore, right? And apparently I went a little too hard on the pushing us out because we started drifting to the side away from the part where you're supposed to go down. It's like this little side pool where a lot of, a lot of fast water is rushing into. Right next to it is this big-ass rock separating it from like this tiny waterfall we're supposed to go down. I'm like, hey, yo, we need to kind of move to the right so we can hit this waterfall. He just kind of looks at me kind of puts his head back, just kind of relaxes. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll fucking do it. So I start swimming. It ain't nothing. This current is going strong, pushes us right into the little fucking pool. Now, we got to get out while this thing is basically sweeping our legs. So we get out, took like five minutes to get on top of the rock safe. safely. Sorry, guys, this is the first one. You know, my words aren't going to be perfect, all right? Now, we get onto the rocks. I kind of carry the tubes down. I tell him to come down. I get in the water. Can't touch the fucking bottom. So I'm holding the tubes while treading water. I'm like, hey, get your ass in the fucking tube so we can continue this fucking shit. It's like, okay, okay, okay. So he goes and he fucking misses. He tried to jump. He fucking missed. Hit it. Fucking hit his foot on a rock, right? He's crying. Not crying, but he's, he's kind of like, not whimpering, but between like angry and whimpering, just kind of like huffing and puffing, like motherfucker, you know, trying not to curse because he's little. So I go, I tell him, you don't get your fucking ass this too. I'm going without you. You know, we'll come back for you. All right. So we get in the two. The rest of the way is pretty fine. You know, that actually wasn't that bad the rest of the way. We just missed that one part, you know, every now and then, you know, our ass would get hit by some rocks, you know, just. Normal nature tube and stuff, right? Get down there. My dad's like, all right, we're switching. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, well, now you're going to take the girls and I'm going to take, you know, your brother. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, did not put on, you know, any sunscreen. Already at a higher altitude. I got a short swimsuit. You know, I can already feel I'm starting to get sunburned. We did not bring any, we did not bring any water. I am, sl- I, I know I'm about to die, right? So... We go back up to the top. I get the girls in. You know, we missed the fucking first waterfall too. I had to, it was a big juggling mess. It was it was just fucking awful, right? Then again, rest of the way was pretty nice, except for the fact on on another drop, we went we weren't really paying attention, and we were going right for the part that would have been the most painful to go down. 
So me realizing this almost last second, I hopped out the tube, kind of slipped a bit, caught myself, caught the fucking tubes and really felt like I was doing that Captain America Avenger shit, holding the helicopter to the other fucking ship, right? So I'm holding these tubes together. So, cause they're fucking screaming, they're crying. It, it looks like it's going to hurt and I can guarantee it hurt because I just went down. Now I go and I slowly basically pick them up like tube by tube and put them down safely below. The last one comes down, ends up hitting me a little bit. I stumble back. There's a rock in the way. Nailed my fucking ankle bone right on it, which ended up twisting my knee. Like, oh, fuck me. You know, all right, we're almost done. Get down to the bottom. You know, got to rest the rest of the time, right? Get down to the bottom. My dad's there. You know, so is my little brother. Like, all right, you know, let, let's go to the top. We're going to do ours. We've been out there for almost like four fucking hours now, bro. It, it was it was fucking rough. I was already sunburnt. My knees hurting. My ankles hurting. It was rough. But it's okay because all I had to do was sit and watch my sisters down at the bottom of it, right? Finally, we see my dad and little brother coming back down. And, you know, in my head, I'm like, thank God we're almost done. It, almost in the clear. They go. They get down. We put the tubes on the shore. Everyone swims at the bottom for a little bit. And all of a sudden, my dad's like, hey, look, there's a snake in the water. Sure as shit, I look up, and there's just like this little tiny head bobbing back and forth going towards the shore. Now, there's another little girl in there, and she's freaking out at first, right? The moment it gets on land and tries to go away, she deadass just fucking runs up to it, just snags it by the tail. Thing could have whipped around and bit her, right? Going from screaming to you're scared to just... Grabbed it by the fucking tail and holding on to it for like five fucking minutes. The balls on this woman. Like, she she grew up that fucking quick. Oh, Jesus. It was it was a day. So now I'm sunburnt and I'm fucking cranky. And everything almost kind of hurts, right? You know, my clothes, anything fucking touching any part of my body is just hurt me. Oh, Fuck. Fucking speaking about being pissed off and sunburned, there was one time I was fishing at this lake by my house, right? It was literally like kitty corner to my house. Like a very man-stocked, kind of man-made looking lake. It was not anything special, but I knew there were fish, so me and a buddy went over there and go fish, right? So we're out there a couple hours, and... <sighs> Woo! Excuse me, guys. I'm sorry. But... So we get out there, we're out there for maybe 30 minutes, and I start to get, you know, kind of like nibbles on the end of my line, right? And you know, like, if you fish, you know the difference between getting snagged on a plant and getting a bite, you know, on your hook from a fish. So every time I was feeling, you know, granted there were some snags, you know, I, I will admit that, every fucking time I felt like a fucking nibble on the end of my pole, I just fucking jerked it. Reeled it in, fucking nothing. Bait was gone, absolutely nothing. This went on for, I want to say, close to three fucking hours. I'm out there in the sun, getting sunburned, and this fucking fish is just tormenting the living fucking shit out of me. I mean, this man really had a fucking vendetta out for me. So, 
I want to say after about three hours, I finally got to the like a breaking point, just kind of like half screamed over. I was like, God fucking damn it! You know all this shit. You know, just threw my line out one more time, and I had a plan, I had a big plan, right? The moment I felt that nibble, I was gonna give every fucking thing I had into that jerk, right? Just to hook it. I, there was no way this motherfucker was getting away this time, right? So I'm sitting and I'm waiting and I'm focused. I am lasered in. There is nothing else going on in the world around me besides fishing. I am waiting for this fucker. And I know it was one fish. It was one specific fish. I swear to God, right? I'm sitting there and I'm waiting. Maybe probably five, ten minutes go by. All of a sudden, I feel a fucking bite. What I did in a, I want to say almost a split fucking second. Planted my fucking feet, turned them around with the fishing pole, had it over my back, swung it over top of me after turning 180 degrees, and I just fucking swung it to the ground like I was executing someone with a battle axe, right? All of a sudden, my friend, out of the corner of his eye, from like 15 yards out in this lake, just sees this fucking fish fly right straight out of the lake, going, just fucking zooming, right? I turn around, this fucking fish is just sitting on the bank, like right, it, it kind of had like a little tiny dirt cliff, and then it was water, and it was sitting right on that dirt cliff. The motherfucker was not moving. He just had just eyes open, just not moving, not flapping, just sitting there. He looked fucking stunned, right? So I kind of like stood over him, you know, felt all badass for this, you know, fish that was maybe like, I want to say maybe like six inches long, like was not a big dude. I felt so fucking proud, bro. Just stood over him, looked him in the eye. I was like, yeah, fuck you. After, you know, kind of realizing that, you know, can't really do anything else. It's a catch and release lake. You know, it's a dirty fish. You know, I, I don't want to keep it anyway. I go and I fucking unhook him. You know, it was not a problem. The man did not move the entire time. I'm starting to think, I really just fucking killed this man. Like, I probably just dislocated his jaw, sent him into a concussion from hitting the ground, and probably broke a couple bones. Like, I thought I killed this fucking fish. So after unhooking him, took a very short period of time. I go and I kind of like set him in the water, right? And the motherfucker did not swim away, right? He did not swim away, but he didn't float. The motherfucker, without moving, just ended up sinking to the bottom. And he did not resurface. So I don't know if he was dead or not, but he didn't resurface. He just fucking sank. It was, I don't know, it was kind of a confusing point in, you know, my fishing history. Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah, no, that was... One of, one of the special days, just because my buddy was asleep for half the time, so he did not get to see a lot of my anger. All he saw was the fucking fish. Literally just looked to him like it just fucking flew. Like, just jumped straight out of the water from the middle of the fucking lake and just flew to the fucking land. Ugh. Well, you know, this isn't you know going to be a very, very kind of long episode. Like I said, this is the pilot. This is more of, you know, just me testing out, you know, little, little things, you know, just trying to feel my way through this.
trying to get a feel for this kind of thing. So I encourage you guys, please leave me some feedback. You know, I, that's all I need, feedback, good, bad, mainly bad. Tell me what I can improve. I want to make this entertaining for you, all right? The more feedback you give, the better the show gets, the more I can do this, the more entertaining everything can be for you. This is more, you know, an investment for you. I mean, it is for me too, because this is fun, but this is more, for me, this is more, I don't really, I'm not really in this for the money. I'm more of just trying to put, you know, it, it's quarantine, you know? I'm just trying to get a bunch of shit out, you know, being pent up all the time. You know, it's, it's not a good feeling. I know you know what it feels like too, because like you probably sitting in your house as well, you know, haven't left, you know, all that other shit. Gotta wear a mask, all that other fucking shit. And so this is more of just kind of a, a release for me, right? But if you really like, you know, what I'm doing, you see some potential, please leave some fucking feedback. Literally be as mean as you want, and I will help make the show better with that type of constructive criticism. Alright? Good shit's appreciated too, you know, little pats on the back here and there. Not really what I'm looking for. I appreciate it if you do. More looking for the negative shit. Trying to improve, right? Now, if you'd like to see some of the beautiful fucking places that I've been to here, you know, just the type of, I want to say surreal green type of area that Pagosa Springs really is here, and the entire reason why I would love to just fucking move out here and just get fucking lost in the woods. Go ahead, follow my Instagram. It's I-A-N-H-O-C-U-T-T. -T. No spaces, no caps. Go ahead, give it a follow. You'll be able to see everything on there, right? Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week, possibly Wednesday, maybe Thursday. Aiming for Wednesday. It's going to kind of depends on how long it takes to edit and upload this kind of thing. Till then, I want to leave you guys with one question. If you were a world dictator, what is the first law you would implement? The most interesting one to me that I see from you guys, I'll put on my next podcast, give you a little shout out. It's up to you whether you want the shout out or not, but I'm going to read, you know, your first law. And until then, have a good day, peeps.